19096. The Eagles Fan Podcast. Here's Rick, John, and Evan the Giants fan. In the NFC Championship, the, you know, the Eagles have a chance to break the 85 Bears sack record. That, that's insane. And why did he look so bad? It's because Daniel Jones is reverted being Daniel Jones, not because of what they did on defense. Don't take the cheese. They just keep beating the people in front of them, keep beating them handily. They showed me that they're for real, like they have a reason to play with the edge that they play with. That just tells me an awful lot about how good and Definitely. how impenetrable that Philadelphia line is. Well, boys and girls, this is why you lift all those weights, why you watch all them games, why we do all this shit. I don't know. I've oscillated. I've gone from being uber uber confident to being totally skeptical how this is going to turn out. I'm I don't know where to I, I don't know where I stand right now at this point. I'm kind of in in between. Yesterday I was like, oh, they're winning this thing. We got to go all in. Now I'm just kind of like, eh, I haven't said that all year, so now I'm just jinxing it. I don't know what to do. John, it sounds like you need a podcast to talk through your emotions. I, I, I know. One hour of therapy that's uh, welcome to the public. Can I have to your listen mailing to. address so I can send you a bill? Yeah, please. Uh, you know, yeah, feel free. I'll, the check's in the mail. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, KC's gone from like being a decent team like a week ago to like an amazing team in a, in a span of a week. I, I don't understand it. So that's the part I find kind of funny. I mean, they only have, what, like one or two like members on the all-pro team? The Eagles have, like, what, five? Something like you that? You know, I am a little biased, but it's like when you look underneath the hood of this Kansas City team, like, <laughs> not really impressed, right? It's basically like... what Two dudes. Uh, yeah, it's basically like Mahomes throwing the ball to Kelsey. Kelsey, you know, them, like, freelancing. And I think Mahomes is so good, he, like, makes up for a lot of blemishes, uh, you know, on the team. You know, I, their defense is not that good, right? And they're, I think their whole attitude no. is like, okay, defense, hold them to a field goal so we can get the ball back and score a touchdown, right? Like, that's, um, yep. you know, I think their whole mindset is we're just going to outscore the other team. I just, uh, yeah, I, yeah, Henry does agree. Although he's disagreeing now because he's now being forced to leave the room. Not to his uh, decision-making. Evan, the Giants fan, your You thoughts? guys are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've what? been listening to Why? you jokers for four months now. You're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Rally shit. Come on. You sound Can't. like you guys are like, oh, well, what kind of season are we going to have? But, but, but. You're in the Super Bowl. Come on. That's insane. Get fired I know. Up. I do go back and I get go. I go back and forth between like yes. I mean, I I bought a hat last week. I was very excited. I was so excited. I bought a hat. Bought a new hat. And it, it, wait a now minute. Was it like, the uh, NMC like, East champs hat? <laughs> no, with like forty different colors on it. They try to like dump on people in like that two like that ten day window. They try to like make as much money they can off of like swag. No one's gonna buy. In so about was it three days. was it the a, a hat that said we beat the Giants and then that becomes obsolete when once they beat the Niners? Yeah, they should they should do that like every week. Like 
what their re- what the team's record is. <laughs> Just put it on the back of the hat. That's all like, that. That's like when I lived in Richmond when uh, VCU went to the Final Four. Like they had these shirts that were like, "Oh, Sweet Sixteen, right? Are we in the Sweet Sixteen? And then the following week, you walked in to Dick's Sporting Goods, and the Sweet Sixteen shirts were on sale, and the Final Four shirts were right by the door. Like, hey, final, get yourself oh, a Final Four shirt, right? <laughs> Actually, you know what T-shirt I think would sell like hotcakes next season? If it just said, we yes. made the playoffs in the towns of Cleveland and Detroit. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. Anything. <laughs> I mean, those teams are just starving. Exactly. Please, just, you know. Holy shit, we made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit would be the, the, the right way. Of the, yeah, that'd be very Cleveland-esque. Um. Yeah, so I, you know, again, I, I, much to Evan the Giants fans' disappointment, I'm hedging again. I'm back on the hedging side of the, uh, the scale. Check in tomorrow. I may be pumped and ready to go and uh, talk shit on a work phone call, but right now, eh, not so much. It is guarded uh, um, optimism. Yeah, that seems to be kind of like the running theme uh, this year for for. For both of us, I guess. We've both been kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll believe it when it's, we see it. It's, you know, typical Philadelphia sports fans. Like, hey, I want to get behind my team, but I've been kind of jaded. Uh, I've been, you know, kind of left at the altar multiple times before that I don't want to get yeah. too enthusiastic because I've been jilted uh, before. So, you know, I don't want to go all in because they've screwed me before. Yeah, what's up, uh, Joel Embiid injury? Right. I mean, remember last year, like, oh, my God, after after the trade, it was like, here we go. They're going to win it all. And it's like everyone was like, John, are you excited? Are you excited? It's like, no, because Joel's going to get hurt. And sure enough, like three weeks later, he got hurt. Yeah. Well, and actually, just, Rick, I do remember yeah. when I asked you that question, I don't know, around midseason, I'm like, what player would you add? And you're like, nobody. We don't need anybody. And you took a beating from the commander. Yeah, and the, so, yeah. I think – yeah. I think we've brought up my the, those two or three sentences I said every every podcast ever since <laughs> I brought that up. <laughs> no, I think I think well, there's uh, like I'm I'm you know the, the all right the Chiefs are the AFC champion. Oh, okay, that's great, right? Like, but I'm really not all that impressed uh, by them. So that's you know they're. Their offensive line, you know, if we go back to where do you win this game? In the trenches, right? Their defense is really, you know, not that great. You know, I think our offensive line is going to maul those guys. You know, we're 14-0 and 0 when we rush for 100 yards or more. And then you flip it around, and their offensive line versus our defense, their, their better tackle has given up the fourth most pressures in the NFL, Orlando Brown, right, and the other guys like even worse than that guy. So, and how many? And how many has Lane Johnson given up? Like zero. So, you know, I think it's just going to be you know one in the line, and I'm just like I keep on keep on like looking at the Chiefs and like, am I missing something here? But I think it all comes back to like Mahomes, at, you know, is a really good player and just. Uh, his ability to uh, cover up uh, other blemishes of the team is, and, you know, if he gets pressured, whenever he gets pressured, he, uh, that's when he starts fumbling and, you know, throwing interceptions and all that stuff. 
Uh, we have a caller. Should we take the caller? What do you get? What do you guys think? I have no idea who it is. I don't either. But uh, you know, let's live let's on put the edge. On a five second delay. Yeah, go ahead, caller. You're on the air. You have to take yourself off dad, mute. Dad, is this you? Is this you? Is uh, someone else? Do you open up another account, burner account? You have to take yourself <laughs> off mute. Lower left hand button. Second icon in from the left on the bottom. Uh, uh, there we go. Hey guys. Yay! So Hello, uh, welcome aboard. Are so you an I, eagle? Are you an Eagles fan? I'm. I, I'm one of the. Ch- I, uh, the reason why I'm rooting on the the Kansas City Chiefs to win this game is that they feel you have the money on it. Our, they ruined our chance in the NFC Championship game. That was a big game for us, and the Eagles had a some had to had to find some way to ruin that for us. So I'm like, that's not fair. <laughs> Wait, well, that's not like, fair. No, but like, but like, I wanted the Niners to win so we can go back to the Super Bowl. Are but you a Niners that, fan? Yeah. Oh. Uh, and like that was a big game for us. Was like if we won that game, what, we would have we would have gone to well, the Super What exactly Bowl wasn't and, fair? You guys decided to block the best pass rusher in the NFL <laughs> with a second string tight end. I mean, I mean that was not that was not. I mean that was Kyle Shanahan's fault. That was not that he made the fault to to put Tyler Croft on Hassan Reddick. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know Sh- what, what, last time I checked, Shanahan's the head coach, right? But he's a good coach, but well, like clearly he can not make in that bold, decision. He can, make, he can make some dumb decisions, so I don't really know what he's thinking. Because he's a so, good coach. I mean, I'm not blaming on him. I mean, but you can't put a Reddick on Croft. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be better on your decision making as well, a head coach. So what else in the loss was on quarterback? What, what what else was unfair in your mind? No, we we go we caught it cost us three quarterbacks. Brock, Pur- you know, Brock Purdy came in and he got injured. Then they put Josh Johnson in the game. He got a concussion. Then they put Brock Purdy back in the game. And then he he basically he couldn't throw any further. Uh, and then yeah, I we watched the game. game we know. Um, but I think you're missing a quarterback in there. For one play, there was Christian McCaffrey, who, I mean. But he didn't really do much. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. No. <laughs> he Clearly. He didn't do jack that Christian McCaffrey didn't do jack shit when they brought Brian to the game. Nope. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, the quarterbacks, uh, you know, it's it seems to be a theme all year with the 49ers, and they just got lucky with Brock Purdy. But you got to take care of your quarterbacks. And, you know, that's a that's a really a huge Achilles heel with the 49ers. I mean, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I mean, And, and, in, and in the game, uh, I'm going to be going with the – Winning this game over the Eagles, I got them winning fifty-two to forty-five. I got Mahomes throwing for over three hundred yards. I got him throwing no! touchdowns, and uh, I got him throwing no pick, having no picks. No, you got the Eagles giving up fifty-two points. Really? I don't think so. Yeah. Wow. Have you been you been uh, you been hanging out with uh, Christian McCaffrey lately? <laughs> and I, and I, I'm excited for my. Uh, for my boy Jarek McKinnon, former Niner, I hope he has a really great game against Philadelphia. So you do realize in the playoffs so far, the Eagles have given up a total of 14 points. So you're talking they're going to give up three and a half times that in one game? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Right. I mean, I'm a Niner fan, so, you know, you know, I, I'm known for dropping hot takes, and people sometimes don't di- people disagree with my hot takes, but I, I can drop some really, really great hot takes. <laughs> 
John, I, I, uh, I, I, I'm going to hear some more hot takes. Give me some more hot takes. Give me another one. Everybody, they call me the hot take master. The hot t- oh, you, you, better, oh, you better watch out. I'm going to hot take you right out of this podcast. <laughs> the, old, the old HTM, huh? And Travis Kelsey's going to rush for 200-plus yards, and he's going to get five touchdowns. He's, he's going to rush, rush yeah. for, for oh. 200-plus yards, and he's going to get five how, touchdowns. How, no! How much has he rushed for so far this year? Um, I don't know, but, uh, you know, he did, he did surpass Rob Gronkowski's record for, so that's, for rushing? that's something that he broke. Maybe yeah. you should, maybe you should, uh, check the difference between rushing and receiving and get back to us. Uh, so, um, so I got, uh, Travis Kelsey having, uh, two, 200, uh, receiving yards and, uh, five touchdowns. And rushing for 200 uh, yards? Okay. Did you yeah. put my, did you put money on this? I'll put money on it. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, you do, you do realize Travis Kelsey has no rushing yards uh, this season. But he surpassed Rob Gronkowski's record. They, they're, those are receiving yards. Receiving is where you catch the ball and run. Rushing is where you're handed no, the ball and pitch the ball. I said he's, he's going to have five. I, I said he's going to have 200 receiving yards and, and five touchdowns. That's what I said for Travis Kelsey. Uh, jo- okay. Well, that, that's about, you know what. Uh, call back next. <laughs> call back next week. I want to hear uh, about your. Uh, you put money on it and see how you made out. I'm very. I'll put, uh, a, I'll put a hundred dollars on it. All right. Yeah. Please do. Well. Uh, thanks for um. You know, coming on and uh, yeah. Eagle Chiefs. Yeah. Eagle yeah. Go and and burn Eagle Burn. Okay. Uh, oh, oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, that was fun. I, I don't mind a, a good troll every now and again coming on the show. In fact, I, I, I invite him. I hope he makes, you know, that I, I, he makes his money disguise. off that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Did you, did you, did you help Papiernik download Colin onto his phone again? <laughs> Evan the Giants uh, fan? Travis Kelsey's going to rush for 200 be, yards. No. He has two attempts for five yards this whole, uh, this whole season. So. Well, I think our friend here is, is in the – what I was getting at with Christian McCaffrey, he was on a show today, and he was whining about uh, the loss in terms of – he said, quote, something got stolen from us. And, I, you know, it's, it, it's not a good luck when um, an all-star running – or all-pro running back, you know, that's kind of his response to a game. Not the winner's mentality, I don't think, if you ask me. So. Something got stolen team. from us. And yeah, it wasn't it like and it's not football, right? The only losing team yeah. that has legitimate gripe is where the uh, those who was the in baseball the trash can nonsense. Oh, the Houston Astros when they were using bogus signals. Which didn't someone just uh, come out and say that you know one of the players from that year basically said like yeah we we basically pulled yeah. that off. <laughs> so the, I forget it was you know who they beat the Dodgers or whatever. They have a legitimate gripe that yeah. was stolen from them. Totally. Yeah, that, that, that's totally fair. And whoever played the 1906 White Sox. There you go. Yeah, I, I don't know who I don't know who was. I don't know if about baseball right off the top of my head from like the dead ball era, but you know, whoever whoever the you know the White Sox. Cincinnati you know, Reds. Yeah. Was it okay? There you go. Um, well, one you know I I the the Eagles are reasonably are actually very healthy going into this game, so that's a good uh, uh good sign. You know. 
one thing I've noticed is uh, they haven't put a lot of players on um, IR this year. I think the only guy they really lost was Derek Barnett. And to kind of you know go into that a little further, Rick, let's do a Miles Sanders health check. Hold on, here it comes. Damn it! Oh, there we go. Blew it. And he's healthy. Yeah, how about good. that? Amazing what happens yeah. in a contract right. year. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, on to our next segment. This is our famed Super Bowl preview. Rick, these are three things the Eagles must do to win. I will go first. Uh, the first one, item number one, run the ball. Stick with the program. Keep Mahomes off the field. Get the O-line firing off the line. Get the, get the running backs running downhill. All that good stuff. Do what the Eagles All do. All the cliches run the ball. associated with the running game. Yeah. Yep, yep. Number two. Sack the quarterback. Duh. And number three, this is actually one that actually, uh, um, uh, the, the previous two were kind of full-blown cliches. Although the cliches I did avoid was avoid penalties, minimize the big play, play your game, and don't give up the big play, which is you hear on shows time and again. But actually, this one I truly believe is what the Eagles need to do. This is the only real one I could really think of is avoid third and long, which usually means the Eagles are in pass-happy situations. That is, I think, when the Eagles get into, when I just see nothing but pass, 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 that's when I get super anxious. As soon as that starts happening, uh, that's when I get nervous this, right. this weekend. Right. Yeah, so my three would be uh, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. No, oh, I, good one. the first one is run the ball. As I kind of said earlier, Eagles are 14-0 when rushing for 100 yards or more. So, you know, get that going. And by running the ball, that opens up, you know, the read option <laughs> and just yep. opens things up uh, from there. Uh, the second is, you know, the Eagles, you know, knock on wood, have done a really good job of this uh, win the turnover uh, battle, the turnover margin. Yep. Right? I mean, we saw last game, uh, pressuring the quarterback and you know getting a strip sack led to you know you know quarterback <laughs> catastrophe with the uh, Niners. Yep. Um, so yep. yeah, you know win the turnover battle. You know the Philadelphia's second in the league um, in turnover margin. Uh, Kansas City is thirteenth, uh, right? So mm. you know you look at that. You know the Philadelphia should win the turnover battle. Um, and then, and then third is um, you know pressure Mahomes, right? Um, yep. You know I think if you look back at his past when he's pressured, that's when he tries to do too much, right? Um, yep. Throw an interception, make bad decisions. You know sometimes you know he pulls something out of his you know derriere and makes a good play, yep. and you just have to realize okay that's going to happen from time to time. But the more you know pressure we can put onto him and. Uh, you know, put him in stress, high leverage uh, um, situations. Um, that's kind yeah. of the uh, key to winning the game for me. I think the other thing too that you know related to that is I, you see this happen with teams that are playing the Chiefs is they get an interception or two and then they get kind of like anxious and excited and they start kind of getting lackadaisical and that's where like that's where uh, Mahomes starts kind of doing the fantastic right is like. 
he really kind of like catches people off guard and starts making those amazing plays because you know the the opponents kind of get a little full of themselves. They think they got this one in the bag, and that's where uh, Mahomes starts kind of working his magic. Right. And you know they just got to play their game. Oh my God, I'm gonna say a cliche. I was gonna say it all four quarters. <laughs> God, play their games. Play within themselves all four quarters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why you lift all them weights. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. That was for you, having a Giants go. fan. Uh, Bill Parcell, Bill Parcell's quote for you. But yeah, no, I, I think they have a real chance of of winning this thing. I mean, I've heard all the talking heads this past week. And a lot of people are picking the the, the Eagles to win, unlike uh, our fine friend who uh, who uh, joined us earlier. But you know, um, we're an Eagles podcast, so what can we say? If you came on here expecting us to to root for the Chiefs, uh, you're you're you know you're shopping at the wrong well, stores. Not they only say. that, if you come on here and say delusional statements, you know, like you know, you're going to get yeah. shut down. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it's surrendering like, fifty six points. I'd bet that guy a billion dollars on that one. <laughs> you you kind of got to know where you are. Uh, a perfect example is there's a Chiefs bar here in Philadelphia uh, where Chiefs fans you know, go to to watch a Chiefs game every week. For the Super Bowl this weekend, they're just closing down, right? They know That's, that yep. Eagles fans will come in and, you know, Either, either way, they lose. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, they're just like, you know what? We're going to punt on this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh, by the way, uh, our EP said to be nicer to our guests. So um, that just got handed to me in a memo. But Well, yeah. it's kind of, you know, it's not we were being abusive. It's just like the guy was just like talking like nonsense. I. Uh, yeah, the uh, the the five touchdowns is uh, you know what it part there's a li- there's a little like point zero one percent of me they'd be like ah that'd be interesting to see but you know I sincerely doubt that's gonna happen so and I would love to see his uh, ticket from the sports book that says he put money on it <laughs> I mean he can that he would can be play awesome. that bet with me if he wants yeah. sure yeah so. yeah actually a more fair question would have been eh, what do you think the over under would be. <laughs> Like 150? Yeah, 150. Take the over? I think I'm taking the under. <laughs> uh, anything else, Evan, the Giants fan? Any thoughts on the the, uh, the Super Bowl coming up for you? If if, if you're watching, I'm, I don't want to assume you're watching because you still may be bitter no, about no, your Giants no, no. loss. I'll be you're... watching, and like I said, and uh, it's one in the trenches. So if yep. you can... When, you know, if you could dominate on the on the old O side of the line, and like you said, just run, 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 and pass when you have yep. to. Uh, I think you guys are going to be in great shape. And then on the D line, it's all about containing Mahomes in the pocket. Like you said, he yep. you get that guy outside the pocket. Look, look what happened last week, right? It cost Cincinnati the game. I mean, yep. let him out of the pocket, and the dude hit him out of bounds. Game over. Yeah, I hope they hope they have some type of like super duper like D line rotation. They just keep coming guys in and like fresh legs, and they only got to rush like four or five at a time, and they're getting pressure. Because if they can leave the rest, you know, dropping into coverage or whatever, I mean, that would be awesome. But you know, they got the guys to do it. Quinn is back. Quinn's healthy, and so they have the head count to just keep those guys rolling. Those guys in and out for every you know set of four downs. Yeah, I mean, the crazy thing is, and Dominican Sue is the NFL's highest paid 
defensive lineman in the history of the league, and he's a third stringer. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, the other thing, you know, we talked about this before, the whole revenge angle, right? And, you know, yeah. the more I thought about it, um, you know, I, it's not like I'm – it's almost like uh, Andy Reid is like the big brother or, you know, the cousin that you want to beat, right? I don't have any animosity <laughs> towards him. Even though, you know, he was here for 14 years and we didn't win a Super Bowl. Not that I'm really over that, but that's a different story. Um, But, you know, there's definitely an air of condescending, I don't know what you call it, condescending attitude. Like he calls, you know, in the the press conference, he calls uh, Nick Sirianni, oh, yeah, that kid, right? And it's like, Mm -hmm. Nick Sirianni is 40 years old, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when he, uh, when Reed let uh, Sirianni go, when he, you know, took over the Chiefs, the guy that he put in as the um, uh, wide receiver coach like that. was uh-huh. David Cully. Um, does that name ring a bell to you guys at all? Uh, I have heard that name, actually. I, he was, I don't... he took over the Houston Texans. What would you say, uh, Corporal Tuttle? How do you... <laughs> he was the head coach. Oh, we got an update on that later. Hold on to that one there, Evan the Giants. Yeah. For, uh, for the Texans in 2021, finished with a record of 4-13. and It was promptly fired. So, um, mm. you know, that'll tell you a little bit about, you know, whether Reed made the best decision there. So, so he'll be an offensive quality, co- uh, quality control coach for the Cleveland Browns next year somewhere. Right. And then the washing machine will continue. Right. Right. He well, he uh, he was out of football this year. So, yeah. Oh, was he? Oh, wow. He's uh, he's on the dry rack, huh? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> out on the out on the uh, the laundry line, drying out. There you I go. Guess. I like that one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. You know, uh, other kind of tidbits. I, yeah. I. I don't know. I I feel like every time I I get too optimistic, I try to pull back. But every time I you know I go through each individual matchup, whether it's the the hard wide receiver against their defensive backs, you know, our running backs and O line against their D line and linebackers, I just I I don't see um, I don't see aside from Mahomes and maybe the tight end position. That's the only place where you know the KC is kind of leading them. I mean. Uh, I heard one thing, you know, one of those, uh, someone pulled up like, hey, who are like the, uh, um, who has the, the best players, you know, on the, each respective teams? Like if you were to do a draft, one, two, three, four, who's the best players? Um, the first two would be kind of Kelsey and Mahomes kind of taking off that board. And then the next 20, everyone's picking the Eagles. And it's just, there's a huge talent drop off uh, with KC. Right. But the Eagles are just so talented in so many places, so. I just don't see. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I hate to say this kind of stuff, but I, yeah, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Um, just to follow up on what I was just saying about David Cully um, not being in the game this year, I know, I now know why he hasn't gotten back into the washing machine. Oh no! He's got another three years and seventeen million dollars owed to him by the Texans. Oh, my God. Well, the Texans are just a so, train wreck. I mean, as long as he doesn't uh, take another coaching position, he's due. It's uh, fully guaranteed. That's crazy. That <laughs> now, Why are assistant coaches getting that kind of money? Well, he was the head coach in Houston. 
Oh, 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 oh. He was there for one. Oh, that's right. He that's signed right. a four-year right. deal for twenty-two million dollars. Got fired off the first year. That's that's right. Seventeen million. Oh God, that's like the uh, was like the uh, the Steve Young contract from when he was the USFL. He was getting paid like twenty years after that league went under. Or was like that, that were the those checks weren't bouncing? <laughs> they came from yeah. somewhere. I don't know, but. Oh yeah, that's right. Now, I, now I do remember David Colley. Thanks to the thanks, Internet. Um, all right, anything else we want to discuss about the? Uh, or should we move on to uh, uh, around the NFL? Cue the music. So. The first question I got got to ask you guys about around in the around the NFL is, uh, what did you guys think of the Pro Pro Bowl games? Did you? I mean, did you love them? Did you? Were you just on the edge of your couch when oh, you were, were watching those them this past weekend? <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you didn't watch them? No. No. Uh, well, Miles Garrett dislocated his toe, so those will be put on the shelf for next year. Uh, moving on, because no one watches those. And I don't care what all the headlines say that millions of people watch them. I don't know anyone that watches them. But I've been Bowl saying games, so. that for years, though. Just play flag football. Seriously. They, that's, I think they did something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was. It was a flag football game. And I was like, yeah, I was like great, done. It's so dumb. You, the yeah. These guys tackle each other and block each other. It's just so lame. It's, they're not running yeah. at half speed. Those games were always atrocious to watch, if you watched them. Well, it's, I mean, <laughs> when I heard they were doing um, the flag football, my immediately went to um, that year they had, like, that beach football game. And oh, God. Yeah. I think he's a San Diego Charger, blew out his knee and never played again. I was like, oh, no. Was it J.R. Red, Redman or no, someone like that? No, it was like, uh, I'll, let me get on the researcher here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call down to the yes. research department and then uh, we'll, uh, you know, because... He's a dog! Yeah! Yeah! Um, yeah, who was that? I can't, I can't remember. But I, I heard... Uh, Edwards. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons they're pushing flag football is to make it an Olympic event. Ah. Flag football? Which, an Olympic uh, event? Hey, I don't make the news. I'm just reporting it. Okay, <laughs> don't don't yell at me. My name's not Roger. But yeah, I guess it's uh, that's the basically the only way it could uh, football could get into the uh, the Olympics is fly football. So, good luck. Good luck. Speaking of Roger, come uh, on. I mean, <laughs> did you see that bozo statement on like? I think there was nothing wrong with the refs. I thought they were all top notch this season. I'm like, come oh, on, get out. We all expect him to say that, but seriously, come on, man. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's, you know, that's like the uh, the president getting up there and they're like, oh, the co- economy's tanking. <laughs> We're going down. He's never going to say that. <laughs> you know, the state of the, the union is good. That's all he's going to say and just be a cheerleader. Um, I give it an A+. Plus. James James Bradbury, uh, Blaze, this one, or Evan the Giants fan, this one will go out to you. James Bradbury was interviewed yesterday. He said he's willing to return to the Giants. Evan the Giants fan, as a Giants fan, 
Would you take James Bradbury back? Uh, boy, that's a tough one. Are you sure it's the New York Giants, not the San Francisco Giants? Yeah, no, no, no. It's I don't know. That's it. I saw that headline. I'm like, really, really? But yeah, it's a tough call. It's a toss up. Really, you wouldn't take a, an all pro cornerback, but you know. Well, again, you know, uh, we all know team. that he was going to turn it up a notch in a contract year. So that's you know. So yeah. it, I just signed him to a one year deal. I guess then is that, is that what you do? But is he going to take that? I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't know. I, he's probably going to go for like a three-year uh, you know, deal. Which I always say for N- all NFL players, get as much as you can. Yeah, totally. go get it. Go, go get, get it. it. Yeah. yeah one, you're one yep. play away from... Yep, yep. Nothing. Nothing. Uh, on to our next segment within a segment. Our uh, Tom Brady headline of the day, uh, he posted a picture of himself oh in his underwear God. on social that, media. How ridiculous yeah. is that? <laughs> it's like appalling. <laughs> oh, you didn't love it or give it a heart, oh having the Giants God. fan? It's like, it's <laughs> yeah. like dude, yeah. really? Hey, ladies, look at me. I'm available again. <laughs> what a jackass. Hey, it's funny. I didn't even think about that. He's single. Yeah, that's right. He's probably looking for... Uh, those those checks from the Buccaneers have stopped, man. He's got to make oh money somehow. <laughs> got to get those likes. <laughs> I, I really love that uh, guy. That's all I can say. Um, uh, oh, ahead, Ricky. No, Ricky, you have something to say about Tom uh, Brady's underwear and naked no, legs? No, I was trying to move away from this, oh, uh, this well, part. I was gonna, uh, my segue here was going to be going from one embarrassing situation to another. The Washington Commandos have finally named Sam Howe as uh, their QB1. Exactly what I was going to say. Rick, Rick, what took so long? (laughs) Um, You know, I don't know what's happening. Like, there's actually some sanity down there um, in that town of the south they call the nation's capital. Yeah. Uh, In related news, uh, Will Misselbrook's profile on the Commando's website has officially been taken down. So, Evan the Giants fan, there is your... Oh, nuts. Hold on. Your Corporal Tutty uh, update of the week. <laughs> Long live um, Corporal Tutty. Also. <laughs> Long live Corporal Tutty. Is there a mascot, like, graveyard someplace? Is that, like, out back behind the NFL Hall of Fame? <laughs> I think it's in East Rutherford, yeah, New Jersey. In the swamps. <laughs> yeah, it's in the, the swamps. The Potomac flows into the uh, swamps of East Rutherford. Yeah. Um, did you see Michael Irvin was taken off the NFL Network uh, yeah. for illegal use of the hands with a woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not a good look. He comes at what he says. like, I was just having a conversation with someone I'd never met before. And then it comes out that he was just loaded. So, well, he first said, I, I didn't talk to anybody when I walked in the hotel. And then they showed him the videotape. And he's like, yeah, I guess I did talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I was looking at the same thing. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Once a cowboy, always a cowboy. Um, I saw Debo Samuel on PFT this morning, um, hawking Wells Fargo, and we, he wasn't doing a very good job. <laughs> no? Clear, yeah, clearly he was not happy to be there uh, doing work for Wells Fargo and trying to uh, to to pitch whatever he was pitching. <laughs> Fake um, checking accounts? Oh, God. yeah, yeah, totally right. Uh, then they asked him where he's going to watch the Super Bowl, 
and he said on a plane flying home. So I think Debo is taking the uh, the Christian McCaffrey uh, lane and is still bitter. It it is kind of weird. Some of these endorsements that these players. I mean, I hope they're getting paid an awful lot of money to do it because, like, you guys don't realize it, but here locally in the Philadelphia area, like, Brandon Graham does this endorsement for, like, a furniture, like a no-name furniture company. I've never even heard of the furniture company before. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Hurts does, uh, you know, some endorsement work for, like, a window company. You know, it's like, what are, what are these guys doing? <laughs> like, hopefully they're getting paid some serious cash for these, like, total no-name endorsements. Like, how long has Vermeil been on the billboards for, like, the, uh, the well, which medical? Uh, uh, Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah. <laughs> Since I was, like, two, he's been on that billboard. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so that's 20 years. Someone still uses his name on some wine company out in I, Napa. I know. Can you believe that? I think it's him, actually. What? <laughs> I know. I, I've walked by uh, Vermeil Wines all the time. They're not too far from the house. So. Yes. Uh, decent wine too, for for what it's really? worth. It's a. I think. It's a, yeah. It is. It is an enjoy. He's not. not he's definitely not like a, a fly by night like wine guy. He's. I think it, he's into it. Oh, he's, and he's, he's. He's from Napa. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So he was. He was born. I think. I believe up in Calistoga. Then originally coached in like what is now. I think it's the the Napa Valley College was a. Was a football coach there for a little bit, and then Napa yeah. Valley College is now famous for being across the street from the uh, California or Napa State Hospital, which houses the criminally insane. I was going to say for bottle. What is that? Bottle rot? Not bottle rocket. Bottle shock. Yeah, bottle shock. No. Bottle. Bottle. Bottle, bottle rock. Rocket bottle. Bottle. Bottle, bottle rocks. What's that, the what's that thing they have every year? Yeah, the concert series. Yeah, bottle, bottle rock. Yeah, the concert series, Bottom which by, which by the way, if our brother was here, I was going to tell him that Duran Duran is one of the leads on a at Bottle Rock this this coming year. So oh, Bottle Rock, I was calling it Bottle Rocket. Well, you're also it's getting not a confused. Firework. No, you're also getting confused with uh, Bottle Shock, or is that the, the, the movie? movie? Yes. Yeah, there's, there's a movie Bottle Shock, uh, which is about Duran Duran. Duran Duran is playing at Bottle Rock. Is yeah. that how far they've fallen? <laughs> Well, no, the thing you got to realize with Bottle Rock is their target audience is basically 30 to 40-somethings. So, you know, nostalgia reigns supreme, right? So, I mean, they're they're reaching into kind of the, the 80s grab bag of who's still around and not awful. I mean, The Cure, what, the Robert Smith and The Cure were there, you know, two years ago. So, I mean. I saw them a few years ago. Tremendous so. show. Yeah, he, he's, he's, his voice still holds up amazingly, and now they, they yeah. crushed it. Yeah, yeah, he's put on a little weight, but other than that, yeah, he's he's uh, he still got it. So, hundred percent. Cheryl Crow, Cheryl oh. Crow, someone that Jim actually went out on a date with. Oh. Get out of town. <laughs> that, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's a Coors Light cold hard fact. That's our Coors Light cold hard fact of the day. Well, we should say that's what <laughs> that's what he told us. Right? Yeah, this that's is unverified. True. We yeah. haven't gotten a second source. Yeah. So, um, yeah, good story. If he was here, I'm sure he'd be more than happy to tell everything about it. But uh, he unfortunately had a scheduling conflict. So. 
Um, the other item I had here is uh, I thought was kind of a nice item. Uh, Nick Foles is looking to, when he retires, to retire as an eagle. Which, um, you know, not exactly headlines, but, you know, a little heartwarming story as an Eagles yeah, fan. Give him the so one-day contract. Gave us one of our, yeah. He's yeah. not going to retire at one of the other 17 teams he's been on? No, no, no he's no Chase McDaniel. No. So. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you're Chase McDaniel, you retire. Where, who does he retire with? I mean, he's been on, yeah, like 18 teams. Anyway, you, you, don't you, start, you start calling all the teams and see which one will let you retire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right, anything else around the NFL, news notes that you guys saw that may be interesting or not interesting? It's up to you. I don't care. No? Okay, on to seven questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, this week, Evan is asking both me and Rick seven questions. Evan, are you ready with your seven questions? I'm ready. Questions? I had to, like, I had a couple Super Bowl questions, so I had to throw them out and quickly scramble and write two new ones. So, oh, the, Those are sometimes the best yeah, ones because right. uh, let it be known, there's been a couple times when I've asked <laughs> questions, and I don't know if you guys could tell, but I thought of them about, like, eight seconds before I asked them. <laughs> They're only about 45 <laughs> seconds old. Yeah. Yeah, one of them's definitely yep. like, eh, okay, I don't know. Kind of weak, but we'll see how it goes. Um, all right. All right. First question: What was the turning point in the season that made you believe the Eagles had a chance of reaching the Super Bowl? Ricky, you can go first if you uh, if you got one. Um, yeah, I mean when they broke camp. Um, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa! I, I mean, not broke camp. I'm sorry, not broke camp. Starting camp. Oh. oh. <laughs> so you knew when it, when everyone was saying that they were uh, a great team on paper, you knew that they were a great team for real. When when I started, well, <laughs> truthfully, when I started <laughs> hearing people like, "Oh, the Eagles are the only undefeated team left," I was like, "Oh, like, hey, maybe we maybe we do have a good team this year." Yeah, I'd, I'd say for me, there was definitely like I found myself, and I forget what week this was. But maybe I think it was before they lost to the Commandos, but maybe a week or two before that, where it's like every time they got the ball, I was like, they're going to score. And I think that was kind of the moment for me. I was like, oh, yeah, these guys are – this is a real deal. Like Jalen Hurts is not like a four or five game like fluke that, you know, since no one has a book on or a new offense, they're going to figure him out in a few games and he's just come crashing down to earth. But, so I'd say probably, yeah, like around week eight or nine-ish, which I don't know. Well, conversely, also, um, <laughs> there was definitely a moment after the Chicago game where Hurts got hurt. I was like, we're screwed. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I had a moment, but I mean, it didn't sound like it was too awful, but, you know. I, you know, I think for me, if, you know, it may have been the Houston game where they just, you know, basically annihilated Houston. I mean, the, the score is a little deceiving, but. Um. Yeah, that that is interesting you say that because they went on they went on the road and it was a short week and they won. I remember in two thousand seventeen eighteen, they had a short week. They went to um, Charlotte and won there, and that's yep. when the Panthers were a good team. And I was like, oh, like holy crap! Like we're actually good. Like if we can go on the road and beat a good team on a short week, like yep. 
we've got, you know, now, granted, Houston wasn't a good team this year, but still, to go on, to go on, <coughs> go on the road and beat a team on a short week is, uh, is a big achievement. I think the other moment, too, is when, uh, you know, the, 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 the Giants just folded like a, a cheap deck of cards. All and, right, uh, moving on. Question we, four. We, we <laughs> Question number two. Number two. Actually, I was going to say it was a nice come from behind victory, you guys, because you had a trap game against uh, Jacksonville. And I think you were down 14 nothing early, right? And yep. you were like, but it was like, okay, let's everybody take a pause. Yeah, and that's, that showed a lot of character. You came back, you beat them, and it was like taking care of business, so. Yep. Good W for you there. Okay, which leads me to my next question. Two-part. Okay. What was your favorite victory of the four team, and which of the three losses was the most bitter to stomach? Oh, good one. John, go ahead. Uh, I'd say my most favorite victory would probably be, gosh, um, there's just so many to choose from. <laughs> And I don't want to go with the Giants again because that's just like totally rubbing it in. But I, yeah, I may have to go with the the first game against the Giants was just a, just an annihilation. And I'm not. No, doing this I was like I was ready it. for it. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, I would say the uh, and the loss to um, uh, gosh. I would say the the loss to uh, the Commandos was probably the more painful. The Dallas, not so much, only because Minshew. Um, oh shit! I mean, why'd they lose to New Orleans too? I mean, yeah, I, I'd have to go like uh, Washington, only because it was the Commandos, and they they could have definitely won that game. And they just giving up the ball what four times? I think they turned the ball over four times. It was just painful. Rick, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Um, I was at the Commanders game where we won 24-8 to early in the season, so that was fun. But the one that I enjoyed the most was, um, uh, oh, yeah, the Packers. Because it was, um, I think it was one of the, was it a Thursday night game? I just remember Aaron Andrews or somebody was like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, that's right, yeah. You know, like, oh, I Aaron interviewed Rogers, the team. He's, yeah. like, feeling yeah. it, and he's going to be great. And, Aaron, and he was terrible. Like, yeah. the, you know, they, they beat him. They dusted him. Yeah. But yeah, the, that, the, I always like when, like, the national, the national media is, like, trying to spotlight, you know, something, and then, poof, yeah, know, they're totally Poof, yeah. 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 Within the first couple of minutes, too, it's like, Okay, yeah, this isn't going to turn out the way they thought it was going to turn out. Right, right. And the Giants fan. Uh, well, no, wait a minute. What was your bitter three? loss? Oh, bitter loss. Rick, Sorry. What's your bitter loss? Oh, my bitter loss was losing to the Commanders and having to come on here and eat crow. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right, these next two are an either or. So, oh, if the Eagles have to go play internationally next season. And you too are invited to go. Are you going? To, would you prefer going to London or Mexico City? Uh, Mexico City. Does, is that because of the flight? Uh, I've never been a fan of London. Yeah. And plus, we we have a we have a, a head of our research department lives. Yes, in Mexico our research yeah our research department does live near Mexico City. That's true. 
Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a really that's a that's a good question. I'd probably go. Yeah, Mexico City is a cool place. I go Mexico City. It's a cool town. We were we were there. What three years ago? Four four years ago for the first time. It was a lot of fun. A very underrated city. Excellent choice. I would I would go to Mexico City yep. too. Having been to London, definitely yep. go somewhere new. Uh, yep. Okay, this is another either or. Okay, boys, if you end up winning this Sunday, uh-huh. what do you think would be this? You have to pick one. What's of the two Super Bowl victories? Then which one would be sweeter? Your one over the Patriots or the one over the Chiefs? I. I'm going to say, I'll, I'll fire the first shot on this one. i I got to see if they win, how they win. That's kind of what's most important. If it's, a, if it's a drubbing, like the last two games, I would say that may pass the, that may be past the, uh, the Patriots win, but beating Tom Brady like that, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, I would say... Um... I, you know, it's hard to say before the game, but, you know, the the first one that we won, you know, hadn't won a Super Bowl, you know, we were, <coughs> nobody gave us a chance to win against Tom Brady and Bill, Belichick, and we won. Now, <coughs> I do have actually two cough drops I'm sucking on, and I'm still coughing. Um, but, yeah, if we win this time, it's like, I think, it, you know, we're kind of the favorite. You know, we've already won a Super Bowl. Right, so like, there's like that whole thing of, oh my gosh, are we ever going to win a Super Bowl? Um, so yeah, I mean, it's um, I don't want to say it's like, oh, geez, ho hum, we want to, you know, another Super Bowl, but um, I think the newness to it uh, will have worn off. Okay, there we have it. All right, now uh, moving past the Super Bowl. Of all the free agents that hit the open market on your team this season, who would be your top priority of keeping, and who's the one player you don't mind losing? Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't mind losing Miles Sanders. I think he's just, like, replaceable, right? He's uh-huh. not, like, this great talent. He's getting older. You know, if he goes, that's fine. Um, I would, you know, just kind of like to... Uh, Keep uh, for sentimental reasons, <laughs> Brandon Graham. Yeah, I agree with that. So he's kind of like the heart and soul of the team, and plus his trash talk is legendary. Yeah, I would say outside of the uh, the one I'd want to keep. That's not kind of I'm going to uh, kind of put a parameter on mine. Uh, that's not kind of a, a I'll say a legacy guy that Graham is. Because I got to thank either him or Kelsey. If they're leaving the team, they're probably retiring. Um, but if it's one of the guys who's like a free agent who definitely go to another team and keep playing, I would say Gardner Johnson would be one that I'd like to see the Eagles hold on to. Uh, I think they need that kind of attitude and mentality and ball hawkiness uh, in the secondary. One that I think they can get rid of. Um, and honestly, it's uh, you know it's in the uh, uh, same group as probably. And I'm saying this that we could like live without is probably James Bradbury because you could probably go out and get a good corner in the draft and you know kind of plug him in pretty quickly. And 
I mean, look at like how how quickly what Patrick Sertain turned around and turned into an All Pro guy. I mean, those corners coming out of Alabama or wherever. I mean, those guys are just plug and play now, and they're just immediate studs. I mean, like that Sauce Gardner dude, the Jets. I mean, yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, get some. Yeah, get someone like that. I mean, so it's like that's where that's where Bradbury's got to get his money now because the more dudes that kind of come come into the league like that, he's gonna get slowly kind of pushed aside. So he's got, that's another reason he's just got to, like, go make his cash. All right. All right. Okay. Looking ahead to the draft now, what should be the Eagles' top priority? Trenches, baby. Trenches. Reload at, at uh, D-Tackle. Uh, get your next generation. Get your uh, Lane Johnson. Uh, do the same thing you did with Cam Jurgens and Kelsey. Do the same exact thing with uh, Lane Johnson. Rick? Did we lose Rick? Rick? Did we lose Rick? Did we lose him? I, I was having a nice conversation by myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, with myself. Um, uh, I would say restock the, uh, you know, if Miles Sanders leaves, you got to get another running back in the funnel. Um, and then, yeah, line, like, you know, somebody... Um, you know, my lot is still has a lot in front of him, but yep. Lee Johnson is starting to get hurt. And uh, so, you know, an error apparent there. And then, um, you know, some more D-line help. Okay. And number seven. Seven. Woo! Unrelated topics. What's the one thing we would change about Big Bro Jim? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. One? The the one. <laughs> you get one. Like, the genie thing. You get one in the you bottle. Eat. Right. Next time he's on, he's got to he's got to answer the reverse totally. question. What's the one thing it would change? Uh, if Jim could, um, oh gosh, you got you got to use this you use this wish wisely. So you got to think like I can't be. But, Sounds like him and it all, and got to be a big picture. Got to be a big picture. I'd like Jim to be a little bit more sports savvy. Oh, good one. <laughs> that, that's an excellent one, actually. <laughs> that encompasses a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, yeah. If he did that, he would. Uh, yeah, no, that's a good one. I would say um, I'll I'll kind of play off that tip. I wish Jim was a little more tech savvy. <laughs> But John, he went to school in Silicon Valley. Uh, yeah, I know. some things just you know get just get passed right over. But I know I know he won't. I know that's not something that would will ever happen. But uh, yeah, but alas, uh, John, is this where you'd like to tell a story where he was having trouble with a computer that he bought, and what did you tell him to do? Uh, what did I tell Call him the to Geese do? Uh, <laughs> press the power button. Oh gosh, yeah. Oof. That's a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> Someone just spoke up. Nope. Uh, I even had a. Oh, where did where'd it go? I had a. This one for for Jim, if he was going to come on. Try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs. I will veto it. I heard that last <laughs> night, and I thought of a. Uh, I thought of Jim, so that was for him. So on top of uh, where's the other one I have? 
I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. And lastly, I would give myself an A plus. <laughs> that is Jim. Yeah, that is Jim. Yeah. So, well, outstanding job, gentlemen, and that answers seven questions. All right. Yeah. Thank you, sir. I think we did a pretty good job. I would give myself an A plus. Yeah, I'd give myself a kind of a probably maybe a a, a solid B. Solid. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have an unrelated topic of the week this week? Uh, the NBA trade deadline is tomorrow. Uh, that's exciting. I, I didn't think uh, I didn't think anyone would actually trade for Kyrie Irving, but I was once again proven wrong. Um, the uh, guy who owns the Nets went to my uh, boarding school, so. Sometimes he pops up, but I saw that he said they asked Kyrie where he wanted to go, um, and Kyrie said, I want to go to the Lakers, and the owner said, all right, trade him to any place but the Lakers. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I buy that. I, I, I'm going to shake that guy's <laughs> hand if I ever run into him. Joe Sy. That is um, classic. That's, a, that's yeah. tremendous. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, uh, I can see, <coughs> you know, I, Kyrie Irving just seems like a pain in the rear. Maybe yeah. you guys are not allowed to comment on NBA We're players, not. but yes. <laughs> so I'll do all the talking on that one yeah. and then change the subject. We can talk about the NHL if you'd like. Well, I, I do have one small unrelated topic of the week. Uh, it's nothing major, but I had something that really annoyed the crap out of me. So besides Brady uh, and his underwear, been... <laughs> well, that didn't annoy me. What are you talking about? Um, what did it do? Uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't zoomed in yet, so I haven't, uh, oh, I haven't actually seen this. Quit while you're ahead. So I was in a hotel this past weekend. You guys have spent your fair amount of time in a hotel. And I noticed a thing that most hotels do, and it annoys the crap out of me, is they take a regular kind of like small bedside trash can and their attempt to be green, they put those little dividers in them. <laughs> and it's like, there is nothing that's fitting like on either side of that divider. So stop making me do the whole recyclable, non-recyclable in a garbage can that's the size of a shoebox. Totally agree. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I don't know why they do it. It's, I end up throwing everything <laughs> in both sides of the trash can. It doesn't work. The, the $300 you spent to outfit all your trash cans with that was just money wasted. You could have given it to someone else. So, John, just, do, you also, do you also find it annoying when the parking for the hotel is like a 20-minute walk away? <laughs> oh, oh, Evan, the Giants fan, you would have hated this. So we pulled up in the uh, – in all places, Pittsburgh, which you got to think Pittsburgh has a fair amount of like people driving trucks, right? Sure. It gets cold there. It snows. The the height limit is that, is that why people buy trucks? Yeah, uh, not the only reason, but you know it's it's a it's a good motivating factor. The height limit for the parking deck at the hotel was shorter. Well, sorry, was shorter than Rick is. It was six feet. So if Rick tried to walk into the parking deck, he would have hit his head. So not only could my truck not park there, I could not park. There. Yeah, you could not park there. <laughs> Insane, and so I ended up having to park 
at a parking lot, like up, you know, up the, you know, like a quarter of a mile away, like outdoors. And it's literally like a parking lot of an office building that they just kind of have a deal with. So like, it was like, I was pulling into work. I was like, can I park here? It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> anyway. It was stupid. Any, anything else it. you want to get off your chest about uh, hotels, John? Uh, oh, yes, I do, actually. Um, for anyone on the uh, Hilton, if you're listening, your digital car key thing sucks. Doesn't work. Pain in the ass. Just give out the cards. Take it off your app. Stupid. It's more, it's more work than it looks like. Dumb. Yes. Take they, the key. Yeah, no matter where you go with Hilton, the... To go into the parking garage is not synced up with your key card. Nope. Yeah. Discovered that at night, and it was cold. I was pissed. And one more. And someone was on the. Ri- I don't know who. I mean, I get it, the budget and all that, Jimmy Jazz. But what happened to thicker walls, people? Come on. <laughs> Insulation's actually not that expensive. Right? Also. Do you know anybody that when they go and check into a hotel, they're like, oh, I only need one key. I only need one key card. I've never said one key. Never. Like, I'm like, I'm like, give me two or three so I don't have to totally when I lose the other ones. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because I'm going to lose it on the way up there, so you might as well just give me two. Right. Right. Exactly. Give me, I'm like, give me two or three. Not and to mention. Some hotels are like, oh, do you have somebody else staying with you? I'm like, uh, no, see? but I'm going to lose. Like, yeah, bugger off. Them. Like, what are you trying to allude to there, Mr. or Missy? Yeah. Uh, the other part, too, is like half the time – not half the time. Actually, they've gotten better. The system's gotten better. But early on with the card keys, you go up – you get like one or two card keys. You go up to the hotel room on the fifth floor, carry all your shit. You get up there, the key doesn't work. <sighs> the worst. The worst. Oh, oh that it's is terrible. It's terrible. Especially late at night and you're tired, just got off a flight. It's like, just give me a bed. But yeah, I, other than that, the the Hilton app is pretty decent. But yeah, their their digital car key thing is just a piece of shit. So yeah, yeah, roll back that uh, that feature there, uh, Hilton. Call Paris. I'm sure she'll do it. Yeah, she's all over that. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of all I got. Any other final thoughts? Gentlemen, going into a Super Bowl weekend, the weekend I mean, that we live for. Congratulations, boys. Thanks. Go get them. Uh, it is a Super Bowl. <laughs> so should we do predictions the one time a year? Uh, we do yeah. Predictions? Sure. Yeah, let's. Evan the Giants fan, you want to go first? I want to hear what, what uh, Evan the Giants uh, fans think. As neutral, quote-unquote neutral. After he's heard two Eagles fans talk <laughs> about the Eagles for 30, 60 minutes. So. <laughs> 60 minutes. Try more like 18, 19 yeah. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, shit ain't gonna be fifty six, fifty two, whatever that other guy said. But, uh, yeah. um, no, I got, I got the Eagles winning uh, twenty eight to twenty three. Well, oh, that's a good one, Rick. Yeah, how about you? Twenty eight, twenty four. Hmm. Uh, I'm saying the Eagles make their way into the thirties, kind of a thirty one to twenty seven. So, I know, shocker, Eagles podcast, all three of us, including a Giants fan, picked the Eagles to win. I know, I know, I know. Keep your letters. So I applaud Evan for keeping it in the conference. Yeah. In the division. 
Well, if if they do win, it, uh, maybe we'll, you'll hear some enthusiasm from us for once after all. <laughs> so next week. So Evan, next week could be an interesting week if you actually hear us get excited about a team for once. Well, like I said, boy, times will tell. But good luck, go get him, and uh, yeah, you know, keep it in the uh, keep it contained and win in the trenches. Yep. All right. Well. Uh, Fly Eagles fly, and uh, we'll see you on the other side of the Super Bowl. Good night, everyone.